Well, welcome everybody to the last Blowoff Valve podcast of 2022. We're your hosts, Alex and Tucker. And we thought we'd be do kind of a um kind of a recap uh of the year. But really sometimes I think, you know, I was thinking about this kind of leading up to the show, and it was like I think you and I can both kind of fall a little bit into the like kind of grumpy old men. Yeah. <laughs> fair, probably yeah. me more than you because of the EV talk, but you that's know, fair. we can be a little <laughs> bit negative sometimes. So I thought we'd kind of focus more on on the things that excited us and you know that, that we really enjoyed this year and, and things we're looking to you know forward to next year. And mm-hmm. I also wanted to point out, I don't I don't know if you remember this. We're like two weeks away from our two-year anniversary. That's insane. I, yeah, I was just looking. Our first episode was published on January 18th of 2021. How many episodes so, are we up to now? Uh, <laughs> we, we have that, like an This will be 78, library. I think. This will be 78. That can't be right. Is that right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're we're going to be uh, in another, you know, another 22 episodes if we were a TV show. We'd be syndicated. <laughs> uh, so, well, the real the, the real question is: Is will we get renewed for a third we, season? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think that's that's the the running challenge. But so far, so good. Um, we'll talk with so, our wives and see. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know my wife will be supportive because I have talked probably seventy five percent less cars with her. Well, uh, that's true. I since think we started, my, um, it's funny. My wife was talking about how my mother-in-law, I think, listened to one episode, maybe our first episode. And she's uh-huh. like, "Well, it's interesting, but they seem to only talk about cars." <laughs> <laughs> Your wife must was like, "Yeah, that's yeah. exactly the point." <laughs> yeah, that's the theme. Yeah, it saves our marriage. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so, it's a it's it's marital support for both our wives. I think it keeps it keeps them sane. So oh, that's uh, true. But that'll be you know so that'll be a probably fun episode. We'll have to think of something fun for that. But yeah, um, yeah. So we want to start off. Uh, so we there's going to be a few kind of categories, I guess, that we want to discuss. Um, but the first one, and and if you are still thinking, you know, I've I've kind of got my answer in mind, so let me know. But yeah, yeah, we wanted to talk about our favorite car of 2022. So yeah, you know, preferably preferably a new car. Um, yep. <laughs> but kind of the thing that that most excited you that came out in 22. Did you have have one in mind? Yeah, I mean, you know, I think it's. A pretty obvious choice for me. <laughs> <laughs> Based on our on and off yeah, discussions. I think I've been texting you about it and talking with you about it. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm actually surprised you haven't cut me off and been like, dude, just I don't want to hear about this anymore no. well, <laughs> until something comes like, to fruition. So, like, you back in the, you know, when we were looking at getting the Tycon, you pretty much were just rock solid set on that. So, you didn't talk about it a ton. Mm-hmm. But you had to go through a similar thing with me before i got my 911 of like yeah do i you know do i look at this mclaren do i look at this yeah thing? yeah yeah, Hell, yeah you drove down to chicago with me to look at that lamborghini so yeah. like, <laughs> you kind of went through that whole roller coaster <laughs> so i yeah, like, no, really understand yeah. it <laughs> yeah no exactly and like we're you were and i am looking at trying to fill a niche you know kind of right. like in the small collection of cars that that we own and so yeah, neither of us is going to be in a position short of winning the lottery to have like <laughs> and 10 cars in a warehouse well you know and, and, and that's the and we were just talking about this before we got on and i was kind of saying like for us our our hearts are in the right place because we we just want to drive these things we want to like, use them yeah these are not meant i to i was thinking like, about that actually to be, today I went out to the garage and I was looking at, you know, my 911 is in winter storage mode up on the tire savers and, mm-hmm. you know, on mm-hmm. the battery tender. <laughs> and it, it's, it's fun to look at. Don't get me wrong. I'm not taking for granted what I have in the garage, but I don't get that much out of just sitting and looking at that car. It's a great <laughs> car. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. <laughs> the driving is the point. Yeah. <laughs> the experience. Yeah. That's kind point. of interesting, you know, because I mean, obviously, like, you know, when I, with, when the Taycan is in the garage and it's nice and clean and, you know, it's got the Mission E wheels on, 
-hmm. it is like a kind of like a piece of automotive art, you know, and we can kind of reflect on how, you know, if you look at the balance of these two things, the Tycon is maybe more a little bit art Mm -hmm. and less of a, this, I would, I think correctly argue less of a visceral driving experience, particularly compared to a GT3 RS. Right. Whereas like maybe the GT3 RS is like, is more kind of like aggressive and purposeful right. and more visceral. And so maybe, so like in kind of a quirky way, like when I look at the Tycon, I probably could sit and drink a beer <laughs> and look and at the Tycon and it. be like, oh, it's a really nice looking car. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, but, the 911, the RS <laughs> is, it's pretty in its purposefulness right exactly it's the the beauty comes in yeah it's built for that it's got a wing yeah yeah it's aggressive looking yeah it's not messing around but it's not like you know it's not a a 50 short wheelbase no one's ever going to say this is one of the most beautiful cars of all time Yeah, 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 yeah 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 so i think for me having said all of that my car for 2022 that got me really excited, you know, doing, you know, man math and mental gymnastics mm-hmm. was the 911 Carrera T mm-hmm. that was released or announced at least in the fall. Yeah. And it's just, obviously I've been talking about this on the podcast. I've been talking about it with you. My wife <laughs> is probably, you know, fatigued <laughs> with my, Purpose Do you think part of her, like her, like signing off on something, is to just get you just to shut be up done about it. it. Yeah. <laughs> 100%, 100%, I do. I do just like, picture like you guys are a bit like you're just like erosion, like she's a rock, and you're just the ocean. <laughs> like eventually, true, this true. will happen. <laughs> it all just turns to sand. Yeah, <laughs> buddy, buddy, buddy in your hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and you know, like we talked about. We've talked about the BMW M3. We've talked mm-hmm. about the BMW M2. Like, mm-hmm. you know, basically things that things that interest us from a perspective of um, experience. So, like, obviously, having grown up with BMWs, you know that that was kind of my go-to or primary consideration. Yeah, but really, like, what I'm trying to fulfill here is like a modern day sports car that can be kind of purposely used in on back roads driving. Right. And and not necessarily drag strips or tracks. And really that is kind of just a fundamental recognition of like where I live and what my use case is. Mm -hmm. And so for a while for me, it was kind of, I was excited about the M3 because I wasn't, like again this is just me personally speaking i mean i thought about we've talked about like a gt3 touring and yada yada kind of all these iterations and and when they came out with i i have actually personally just again me speaking i i like the 992 Mm -hmm. um one of I remember one of my colleagues I was talking to about the 911 at work was reflecting I think it was Jeremy Clarkson kind of his hatred of it or oh yeah, yeah. basically he, like, like he, he, the, he had like a long running bit about how he just hated the, the damn thing just never changes <laughs> right and and there is some kind of beauty in that and and I liked I did actually like the transformation from the 991 to the 992 because of the more kind of like it, it went to standard wide body and just kind of the modernist aesthetic to it i liked like it just kind of it jived with my taste and and i realized that's all very personal um right so i so i was excited about the 992 and then all of a sudden you know there'd been kind of a running joke on the renless forum for a long time about there not being a t like it's not happening there's too many right. supply chain issues. Like they're going to go just to hybrid and skip the T. It won't make sense. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden it popped up and it was basically kind of this people joke about it on the forum a lot about this ethos, like the T ethos. Right. <laughs> stripped out lightweight. Basically. Yeah, exactly. Like that's the concept is you strip everything out 
And and um, when you watch uh, Doug's review of it, he he's kind of yeah, he's kind of talking about how he's like, you know, you forego all the leather, you forego all the luxuries, like you take mm-hmm. out the back seats, you put in carbon fiber buckets, and this is for the Porsche nerds, you yeah. know. And he was like, this is not for the, you know, guys who are going to come along. And I think his quote was, oh, nice spec, man. Nice spec. Right, right. The guys, you know, with your luxurious station color. Yeah, yeah. With your luxurious watches that you were, you know, forced to buy to get the allocation. (laughs) Right. (laughs) He's like, you know, this is just a Noah Thrills 911. Yeah. And And I kind of thought that. I can I can identify with that because when I look at my, you know, collection of cars right now, the Taycan is very purposeful. It's like the future, right? I mean, it's it's the future. It's now, but it is envisioning the future. Right. My BMW 2002 is very purposefully the past and mm-hmm. what that experience is like. And I feel like the T is kind of this cool amalgamation of a modern day sports car like i can't put my little kid in the 2002 the bmw with all the goddamn raptors driving around rochester and all these monstrous vehicles like it just it's not yeah. it doesn't make sense soccer soccer so, mom and like the escalade like suburban. Yeah. <laughs> the lifted escalade suburban yeah. like it, my 2002 could fit in the back of that escalade <laughs> right <laughs> yeah. yeah so like that is, that is not acceptable to my wife and i don't blame yeah. her right and so i the need there's a there's a niche where I would like to have a modern day sports car, which I don't feel like anytime I go out with, I'm literally taking my life into my hands. Mm-hmm. And for a long time, I thought that was going to be the BMW M3. And then when this thing came out, I, I just kind of got really excited about it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and also just the allure of like the 911. It's, it's just such a classic sports car. I'm not put off by, you know, the Jeremy Clarkson. Well, it's the same damn thing. Because sometimes there is beauty in tradition. um, Yeah. And, um, and, you know, honing, honing like a piece of equipment over a half century. There's something to be said for that. You you, you know, you've basically, I mean, look at the, like, look at the engine in, in my car. Like, they have honed yeah, that over yeah. time to the point that now they're they've said like we cannot make we've, it better. We've maxed it out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we we you know, and and for for um, my kind of primary interest in this car is it's a manual transmission, right? And that really, I don't know that I would have <clears throat> been as enthusiastic about it had I not owned the Taycan because I don't. The Taycan really taught me that as a car enthusiast and a petrol head growing up in that time frame, that's something that I will miss in the future. Um, It's almost like a bad habit. You know, Mm -hmm. it's hard to get away from once you become addicted to it. And, And so kind of like we've talked at a few times on the podcast, there is this time you know, we're in this temporal space right now where you're kind of at these kind of potentially dying gasps. Yeah. It's an inflection point. Basically. And, and I, and I don't think, I don't think I'm overreacting and because I actually think it's happening. Yeah. Um, No, I don't look when you, I was telling you this week, like Porsche's Porsche announced that they're coming out with the successor to the 918 spider kind of halo supercar in 2025 yeah. and it's the rumors are that it's going to be all electric so i mean the yes, porsche is going to be electric 718 um, we we we've Met seen Macan. pictures of the the next 992 on the testing tracks in germany with yellow stickers indicating they're hybridizing them which means yep. you know they're going to be another 400 pounds heavier yeah, um, I mean, we've talked about like you know the <clears throat> Yes, Porsche is putting a lot of money in developing synthetic fuels, but that's probably going to really be more. Um, and I agree with you on this because we were talking about this over text, but I think it, it really is going to be 
hey, this is a clean way for the people that do want to still drive and yeah. combustion engine to do that, which is going to be in the enthusiasts, obviously. Yeah, I, I don't think I the said mom and pop people like those people are going to be driving EVs. Yeah. And I don't think I said to you in the text, but I might. You're going to probably have to pay me for loss of value, mm -hmm. but I might be willing to put a hitch on the Taycan so mm -hmm. we could roll our big tanker up and fuel <laughs> up at the dealership and then bring it back down. <laughs> special synthetic fuels that are only yes. sold at the dealership in 30 years. <laughs> and, are, and are like $10 a gallon. <laughs> oh man i think that's where it's yeah. i mean we've, we've talked before about that like that the enthusiast car the idea of that will probably go the way of horses where it's not that horses are gone it's just the people yeah. that ride horses are one either on a ranch in montana or fairly well to do and they keep their horse at a stable and they yeah. use their horse at the stable and then they drive back home to their house um yeah that's and, probably and that's where the like thing. these sorts of cars are going yeah, and that's the thing, you know. This this is an this is this will be if everything transpires and I can actually get one. This is this is an emotional purchase. This isn't logic. Yeah. There's no logic to this. This is just yeah. um, you know my lifetime experience, my interests, um, and kind of reflecting on like I'm excited about the future of EVs. Um, I think we can still have fun with them. But I, I I have feet in in both worlds. Yeah, you know, I'm not I'm not completely all in on on one or the other. Like I I I respect them for the the use case, and and I feel like a sports car is probably <clears throat> you know like when we took the when we went out and did the drive together, and I got to finally drive the GT3 RS, mm -hmm. um, like that theatrical experience is a huge part of what defines a sports car um yeah. and maybe i don't know maybe that changes and then the next generation i suppose won't look at it that way but for me i do look at it that way and i i think though that when i drive up the ramp and park my car at work and i you know go up eight levels and i look at the cars left to right there's a few enthusiast cars in there, but the bulk of them are fleet vehicles that right. would be much better for the owner, probably the environment and maintenance costs to just be EVs. Right. These are not, these are not like soul, soulful cars or, you know, they're, they're just, yeah. they're, <laughs> they're well, no the different sounds, than a right? like, I mean, washer, frankly. The, the, the engines, <laughs> The engines in cars, for as long as cars, internal combustion engines have existed, are the soul of a sports car. You know, uh, they're not, uh, you know, a 60s Lincoln Continental is not defined by its engine. But a Lamborghini Aventador is largely defined by a V12 engine. You know, it, it's mm -hmm. what provides the character of that car. Um, so, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, that's where I have... And I continue to struggle with EVs. Like, yeah, they're all fast. Yeah, some of them with their, you know, being able to control the torque at an individual motor, they can get their mass around corners incredibly well. But they still, they sound like a blender, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so I, I know, I know, I know. I, I can't. Super I'm high not, performance ones. They've, they've got to change that because that's well, not going to sell. Vehicles. Like, <laughs> well, when they showed the uh, the the Porsche Mission R concept, yeah, they were showing it. Uh, I think they had journalists go out to the Porsche Experience Center in LA and do laps around the track. And you watch the video, and visually, it's impressive. But you got to watch it on mute because if you watch with the yeah. sound on, you just hear wing. <laughs> it's just—it's the most obnoxious thing I've ever heard. I know. I, I, know. I, I won't argue with it. I know. <laughs> Triggers the same um, response in me. Well, I'm. But, I'm um, but yeah, so that's, that's my car. That's exciting. Yeah, that's man. my car. Um, um, I hope to maybe hear something back in the near future, and if not, I think there's probably a window, maybe up to the summer, where you know there's a possibility. Yeah. yeah. So we'll see. Fingers crossed. Um, mine 
surprisingly tougher than you might have thought because I ultimately landed on what you probably would predict. Um, okay. And I'm excluding the Hyundai Envision 74 from this. Oh, I think I know. What you, I think I know what you chose. So that that Hyundai Envision, if that was going to go into production, would have been my year because holy shit, Amen. is that thing just unbelievable? <laughs> it totally speaks um, your language, man. It's I, totally it. You know everything about it. I love everything about it. But um, and then the Do other you, is there it, are is there any rumbling that that will go into production? No, no. Mm. I I think. You know, damn them. Why Toyota's, waste our time? <laughs> well, Toyota started making more. Um, Toyota, obviously different from Hyundai, but I, I say this because Toyota has started to talk more about um, hydrogen fuel cell technology is right, really right. being a good alternative to EVs. And if that were to be the case, then maybe that Hyundai Envision yeah. becomes a little bit more realistic. Yeah. The other car I wanted to give an honorable mention to because I think it's. Unfortunately, largely been forgotten, but in the EV realm, the that it's now called the Polestar Six, but it's that Polestar O2 Roadster concept that they showed. Oh yeah, I remember you were. It's, it's going into yeah. production as the Polestar Six. That thing, yeah. I think, is probably the most beautiful car yeah. that got put that got put out this year. But uh, my interest kind of basically went away as soon as I heard what it was going to cost. What um, was the price? Uh, it's going to be like a two hundred grand car, which yeah. I mean. Uh, not hey, for it, not that's yeah. i'm not i'm not buying that so it, <laughs> but it looks awesome so yeah yeah the the car of the year for me um or at least the one i'm most excited about is the gr corolla yeah um, it it has to be i mean obviously you know i've talked about my interest in getting one on the podcast before whether that comes to to pass we'll see but the uh the reason is really because, uh, as I've I've kind of mentioned before, there's just so few companies willing to make a car that the 18 year old kid or the 20 year old kid who's who's busting his butt can aspire to own. Um, yeah. In in the near future, like yeah, maybe when he's 50, he can get a 911 or something. But like for the kid that's just working his tail off at a you know an entry-level job and just was hoping to get a fun car. Um, that for me is, is why it, it's not just that I'm interested in it. I, I, I think it's going to be an excellent car and by all accounts it is. Um, the reviews have, have been really good. Um, but I just, I want to commend Toyota for, for really stepping into the space that Subaru vacated and making, that's true. Uh, you know, and making a an enthusiast car that is, yeah, I mean, say like forty grand for the circuit edition is not cheap, um, especially when you consider it's a Corolla. But that's that's an achievable car, you know. And yeah. when you're looking at what new car prices are these days, um, yeah. And and not just that, but you'd start. You look at they're also you know the GR eighty six another approachable enthusiast oriented uh car and and i love this that the gr corolla is only in a manual there's no paddle shifts like if you want to buy this car like you have to drive a manual transmission um (laughs) there's just so many things about this car that to me um i just think is really really commendable because they they went into this whole development process knowing that they're not going to sell a billion of these things. It's it's going to serve a very niche market, just like the GR Yaris did in in Europe and elsewhere. And so, you know, a three hundred horsepower all wheel drive manual transmission car with with an optional limited slip differential, and I, it just, it's awesome. I mean, yeah. at the end of the day, like <clears throat> this is a car that, even though I've got, you know. Uh, a, a 911 sitting in the garage this little 40 grand econo box has yeah. me really excited like i think that's pretty yeah, yeah, yeah. cool man i you know. know you know and the thing about it that's kind of uh in in some ways it's it's great because of its timing because like we've talked about we're at we're at an inflection point mm-hmm. on the other hand you know 10 years ago this comes out 
it probably would have been easier to get a hold of. But I yeah. think there's a lot of people that are recognizing that we are at an inflection point, and which is, yeah, yeah, potentially I mean, gonna. They've already like, the, the few that have come out already. Yeah. I mean, and I'd say come out like that have been delivered to dealerships are already unfortunately commanding twenty plus thousand dollar ADMs, which yeah, you know. It, that's a sign of the times for sure. Um, and also a, a sign that uh, Toyota said they were only going to be making like 3000 in this model year, just because of yeah production constraints and all that sort of stuff. Um, uh, so, what you need to do is you mm-hmm. need to contact your Toyota dealership in mm-hmm. Tulsa, Oklahoma. And oh, they're going to yeah. be like, what the hell is this thing? Who the hell is <laughs> going to buy want? this? Yeah. <laughs> what the hell do you want? You want a bad Corolla? <laughs> yeah, we'll get rid of that here. You can buy that. Well, Because yeah, I, I, <laughs> I remember you called Rochester and they're like, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, they had no idea. Well, and I did find them. Um, so maybe I, you could sneak one in at you know msrp because they don't actually know what they have <laughs> yeah They're like this thing just showed up and it's on our showroom floor we're not really it's a manual it. like who the hell's gonna buy this well when i bought my sti <laughs> when i bought my sti you know that was in um back when i lived in tulsa and it was the only sti available in like a four-state area because <laughs> like <laughs> Subarus. i mean in minnesota you know they're ubiquitous yeah. but in in oklahoma like no one buys a subaru <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it yeah. is kind of like fascinating that, I mean, I'm not completely shitting on them because they did make the, um, the, the Supra. Yeah. And obviously like the big, you know, cities, dealerships. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm just like in my brain, I'm envisioning these salespeople who, you know, are selling RAV4s and highlanders to my parents and my yeah <laughs> my father-in-law right and like, what, what about like, this thing just seems like a very perplexing car to them well it's the same thing with um it's oh, kind of like it. what's happened with hyundai so like <laughs> hyundai dealers i've heard a lot of negative things about the hyundai dealers um when uh-huh. people because people will go in and try and buy a genesis there which a genesis is like a car yeah, yeah, with yeah, bmw yeah. Like a, mercedes really nice luxury yeah but they're car. yeah but but hyundai dealers are used to dealing with hyundai customers a person that's coming in and buying a base elantra <laughs> well and that's so, what i mean like i can and not not to shit on elantras but you know what i mean like it's i, I can imagine very different customer yeah. experience I can you're not, imagine you're not worried here. about the credit on the guy that wants the, the seventy thousand dollar GV seventy, you know. I can just imagine in some of the Toyota dealerships, there's like, uh, okay, Tuesday morning at seven a.m. we have a meeting, and at this meeting, we're going to talk about what a sports car. Is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so it, it's, this it's, a sports car. This there, is there was an anecdote from one of the. So one of our our coworkers, it's got he actually uh, has a CT5V Blackwing that's been produced. It's it's not been delivered yet, but he said uh, he was talking to um, one of the Cadillac guys, one of the de- dealership guys, mm-hmm. salespeople, and he's like, he's like, it's really awesome to have a car that people are excited out excited about besides like yeah. an Escalade, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Yeah, like yeah. they haven't that, had anything I mean. to, to sell people for a while that people get excited <laughs> about. So. I can see some of the people just leaving the meeting, scratching their heads, like, you know what? I, I don't get it. I don't, I don't get talk it. Talk about the gas mileage it gets. Like, <laughs> I only sell SPVs. I only yeah. sell SPVs. This is too confusing yeah. for me. <laughs> yeah. So, for all those reasons, that is yeah, exactly. the GR Corolla is, cool. is my car that I'm most excited about. There's a lot of cool stuff. Uh, other honorable mention to the Z06 vet, like that thing yeah. is going to yeah, be a world exactly. beater, and I'm excited America is producing something that really Amen. Is, Amen. is carrying the torch for that naturally aspirated V8. Um, yeah. But, you know... That that also is you know getting in that's well into the six figures. So yeah. I I wanted to go with something that you know there's a lot of talk in the media about 
younger generations being less interested in driving and and being automotive enthusiasts and stuff. And I think part of that is well, when yeah. the only cars that are fun to drive cost over a hundred thousand dollars, like what, yeah. what do you? How are they supposed to experience that? So I want to give credit where credit's due for these companies that are still willing to make something fun. That that someone coming out of high school or college with a with an okay job, you know, can afford. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Um, so the next thing we want to talk about is, you know, we've done a lot of car stuff this year, a lot of events and things like that. Me more than you, <laughs> you obviously for yeah. very good reasons have been <laughs> for those things. Um, well, hopefully, but, hopefully next year there will be more bandwidth. Yeah, yeah. I, I really, I do really regret not getting the Taycan up to some of the Porsche events and. I mean, I assume they would probably, you know, you would be welcome to the elite parking lot and I would still probably get shunted over <laughs> just out of embarrassment. Oh, God, it's oh, an EV. Electric, electric Porsche. <laughs> but, um, but still, I think it'd be fun. I, I hope we can I, come up I with think, some stuff next year. Yeah, I think there, there's a whole going to be a whole host of PCA things for sure. So, um, but we wanted to talk about um, kind of our favorite automotive experience of the year. That can be a drive you took, an event you attended, yeah. uh, you know, whatever the case may be. Yeah. So I'm curious yeah, yeah, what, yeah. what yours what yours was. You know, it's interesting. I actually think I would probably say that it was getting the t- my BMW 2002 into kind of like full service, really, um, and taking it for a drive because. There'd been a lot of fits and starts. I mean, I remember you were very nervous when you got it back from the shop, you know, because yeah, yeah. carburetor you know, tuned and oh my right. gosh, you know, it's I mean, give the gal credit; she's fifty years old. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She's you know, most best. most fifty year olds are like looking at retirement. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I'm yeah. asking it to keep going. Yeah, so, you're gonna keep working. Yeah, so last winter, it you know spent the. Um, winter at the shop which actually timed out really well because i was tight on storage i hadn't finished the new shop and stuff mm-hmm. um and so it stayed there and i got a really big bill mm-hmm. um at the end of that and i was like oh my god that's a lot of money <laughs> but they sorted a lot of electrical gremlins that that i actually had invested quite a bit of time doing right. myself but um, we had kind of gotten to the point where <clears throat> this is going to be issues with grounds and kind of shorting through whatever the hell it is. Is it the, you know, dash? I mean, you know, you'd flip the blinker and like fuel gauge would start flying. <laughs> yeah. 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 Just weird <laughs> crossover stuff. Yeah. 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 And so like, it was like, okay, just basically, um, workshop in town here was like, listen, we'll, We'll take it and just leave it here. We'll work on it as we've got time over the winter. Mm-hmm. And um, they really got stuff sorted. Yeah. And it's it was a lot of fun this summer. Obviously, it was like super busy. We had a bunch of just crazy shit going on at the property with projects and stuff and the new kiddo. You know, so it was a zoo. It was a complete zoo. And I, I just mm-hmm. did not have a ton of free bandwidth um but the beauty with it was like you know on a given day i drive the tycon you know to work and it's it's a wonderful and just great experience but i come to the 2002 and you know there's a little bit of theater to get it going and stuff and that's expected Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. even this summer it just like it fired up and it was um just ran super well yeah and you when know, i brought it home have to drive that damn thing <laughs> yeah 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 no exactly we got to do that that's that'll be a good event to do next uh next summer yeah and um i i had a couple of drives you know i took i think it was i think it was my dad because i remember taking my mom out for a drive the first year i got it but <laughs> oddly enough like i i guess i hadn't got my dad out in it and then i took my father-in-law out in it and mm-hmm. um and they were just like <laughs> just blown away by yeah, by the car and how quirky yeah. it is and you know we're getting thumbs up and waves from people i don't get that in the tycon i get it in oh, 2002 no. all the time <laughs> yeah yeah and uh, it it's just so it just charming. kind of like yeah it just kind of reaffirmed you know 
it's you know they they don't cost like they're not they're not like you know they're not going to bankrupt you to get a 2002 obviously you know they they can come with a lot of headaches but they're pretty simple cars so like theoretically you know um but anyways in my kind of original logic for purchasing it it was a car that had been fully restored and the engine rebuilt and it was you know really prime time and Mm-hmm. When I got it, I was like, you know, I, I kind of had this um, sense that it's still 50 years old. Like, there's still yeah. going to be stuff that needs to be sorted. That's just yeah. baseline. It's going to be not going to, yeah. And I'm not going to let that get to me and sour mm-hmm. the experience because it's it's just the reality of owning a 50 year old car. Mm-hmm. And so, you're kind a of maintaining gremlins, a relic of, yeah, in, in essence, yeah. It's like, it's like a piece of art, but it's uh, usable, right? Which is kind of crazy because that, nor- right. you know, a car like that, it's most of them just probably sit in a place and don't move anymore, or they rot away. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. And so, this year was really the like your time frame for dealing with this stuff and fixing things are are just like magnitudes longer than other cars. Yeah. And so I, I don't even know. I feel like I've owned this thing for two years or something. I don't even know. It feels <laughs> like that. And yeah. this was kind of like the first summer where it was like, we're ready to go. I can fire it up. I can, I took it to work a couple of times on the weekends and stuff, driving it in. Mm-hmm. Um, you and so enjoy it. Yeah. 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 And so that was kind of my highlight in terms of um, kind of like car driving experience. And my hope is, that we can because i remember um i took a load of crap to the dump once saturday over the summer and i I drove by this place in town and i was like look at all these quirky old 911s and you know classic chevys and i was like that is a perfect spot for the 2002 to go visit and i was like i don't know who organizes that or what that is but i'm hoping it's like a classic car show it might have been yeah it was just in town here And so I was hoping to like find something in town like that next uh, next summer and get it get it out and get it to some of that stuff. Yeah. Um, so no, more awesome. more to come, hopefully. Cool. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I so mine is, mine is there was a lot of fun times, um, mm-hmm. but I. There's nothing that's comparable to me to getting the the 911 on track. Yeah, so, I don't know, doubt. I, the, I don't the doubt. Road America, and this it was more fun this, this was, year. This was round two. Yeah, round two. I I knew what to expect. I knew what the car was capable of, um, and it was even more fun this year because my buddy Dave, who shout out to Dave, I know he's going to listen to this. He's he's a very loyal listener to the podcast, which is awesome. Um, he and his son uh, went and were also in the course. And so the whole experience was different. Like I, you know, after we got done, we, you know, we, we stayed, we both had rooms at the same hotel. So we went out to dinner afterwards and, you know, decompressed. And when, when uh, we did the run groups, um, Dave and I were in our own run group and, and Dave has done a lot of, um, he's done different courses. He's done Porsche driving school in Alabama. And like, so he's a very, like, he's a very good driver. Um, and he's very, he's very you know, has good car control and, and is quick. And so it was fun. I'm getting to keep up with him. He's getting to keep up with me depending on who's in front and, um, it was just a, it was a blast and it just, it, it's, you know, we were talking before we, we started recording about the satisfaction of, of having a car and using a car in the way in which it was designed. Yeah. And, yeah. and it just, there's yeah. so few places that you can legally do that with this car. And, and so the, the time I get to take to the track is, um, is really, yeah, really special. Cheap. And it's, and yeah. it's not easy. I mean, it's, it's very expensive. The track insurance for that car is extremely expensive. 
because if you bin it, it's an expensive car to replace, obviously. Yeah. Um, you know, you have to kind of factor in, you know, <clears throat> you're going to be chewing up tires and et cetera, et cetera. So, like, it, I don't, you know, I'm not in a position where I can do 20 track days a year and the cost means nothing to me, you know? So, yeah. Um, it, it's, it's a, it's a really rare treat for me to get to do that. So, you know, going to the car shows, all that stuff is phenomenal. You know, the, the MLS show this past year was amazing with some of the rare stuff they had out there. So there were a lot of exciting events, but getting to, getting to take the RS on track, um, very cool. hearing, hearing that thing, you know, down the main straight at Road America with the sound echoing off the walls and pretty sweet. <laughs> The sound, it's it's hard to describe how amazing that car sounds. Down, so, like, coming off the main straight to the first corner, you're doing maybe, like, uh, 130 plus, and then you're hard on the brakes. And the sound that car makes when it's going through rapid downshifts, because you're going from, like, 130 to, like, 60, maybe through that through that right that first right hander mm-hmm. and it's just it is intoxicating is is probably yeah. too simple a word i mean just yeah for me <clears throat> with how much the sound of a car like resonates with me and and is the the emotional experience of it oh my god i i just it's so it's so good <laughs> it's it is so good. good i um, can confirm <laughs> yeah it's just so good so, so that was far and away my, you know, a highlight for me. Um, cool. And amongst a year of a lot of fun car stuff. So, um, I also want to give a shout out to Dave um, for letting me drive his his Cayman um, four uh, GTS four liter. Um, it's a manual, and that was that was probably a close <clears throat> second in terms of about fun experience because that was that is such a fun car i really really enjoyed it um and i think the manual is kind of the same manual that you'd get in the t which if Sweet. it is if it is it's a great manual so that's good to um, hear yeah excellent <laughs> so you know we had we both had great great years um but i wanted to know what is something on your you know on your radar for 2023 that you're that you're really excited about when it comes to well you know obviously like having talked a little bit about the t you know if that comes we'll if that comes to fruition we'll obviously like like, cover that ad nauseum whether you like it or not (laughs) in the podcast but um actually so the other night i was um (laughs) Sitting I was in wondering my, if this was gonna yeah, 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 yeah. Of course it is. Of course it is. I'm sitting yeah. in my lounge chair yeah. reading uh, the Christophorus um, Porsche's magazine mm-hmm. and kind of flipping through and reading about um, what the hell? What what number are they using now? Uh, uh, the nine six nine six, right? Nine. Oh no, no, no! Hold up, hold up. Let me look. Let me look. <clears throat> I think it's the nine six three, maybe. Yeah, that sounds right. So, because uh, um, I think the nine six two was the last. Yeah, it's the nine six three. Okay. Okay. That's so I was reading about the Porsche's next, basically Le Mans hypercar. Yeah, and it's a hybrid, and um, you know, endurance racing, yada yada yada. And I was, I was kind of looking over the the schedule, and as I as I understand it, there is the the north, kind of like the North American. Comp- it yeah, seems like to be American more Mons <clears throat> Yeah, which is the IMSA WeatherTech Sports Car Championship. Mm-hmm. Daytona, Sebring, um, Watkins Glen, mm-hmm. um, Road America. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wait a minute, when is that? August 6th, 2023? Uh-huh. <laughs> and so then I, I was I text you and just you was like... just a picture of it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's just the like... Magazine. Like check this out, you know. Uh, that's a weekend. Um, we work in medicine, and so it can be kind of a bear to get weekends off because you know you're just there's just always you depending on call or you know yeah. there's there's no there's no time off. It's just mm-hmm. it's just always operational. So yeah, we the weekend can can make it a little bit easier for for both of us to get the time off, mm-hmm. and then um, 
I was looking at like ticket options and stuff and there was like a a few different kind of options Packages, but yeah. I remember one of my colleagues at work talking about having been at a Formula 1 race and he kind of just looked at me and he was like, you know, honestly, it's just better on television because <laughs> you don't you don't know what the hell's going on. Yeah. And obviously this was probably, you know, <clears throat> 10 or 15 years ago when maybe um you know there wasn't wasn't as much you know in your face technology and kind of minute to minute t- track times and stuff yeah and so i thought well we should we should check out these like this vip option because why not you know the tickets actually weren't like that terrible yeah um, and, it, and it got you kind of like in these these cool seats so you could um see the the pit lane you had, you know, you had access to televisions to kind of keep an eye on what's going on in the race. Yeah, free um, food. Well, not free, but like food yeah. included, drinks are included. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like the thing know, that's cool go, to me is paddock access. We get access yeah. to the paddock to how like cool see the cars that? close. Yeah, like how cool is that? Because because then you know later on in the year, then you're then you've got the FIA World Endurance Championship. And right. that's where you're going to get into like the 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 Lamar, yeah, uh, 24 hours and spa <laughs> and everything. And it's like, how cool would it, will it be? Because the car seems that car really run. good. Yeah, yeah like right. it seems really good, and like it may well likely win it. And I just think it'd be really sweet to see it in action. Right um, over here, yeah. you know, where it's not like super far away and. Yeah, obviously, kind of like you, um, you've been out there. Rural America is kind of in the middle of freaking nowhere. Nowhere, yeah. Um, and so that actually plays to our advantage. I mean, that being said, it was actually like really kind of hard to find hotels and stuff. And mm-hmm. um, but but anyway, so I'm really looking forward to that. I know it's like a yeah. ways off, yeah. but I I think it'll be a lot of fun. No, I'm I'm really looking forward to. It. I'm glad you cool. said it um, because. <laughs> it gives me an opportunity to say something else, but like that, yeah. that yeah. when you texted me about that, it was like, okay, if my, you know, if my wife signs off on this, <laughs> like, this will be awesome. And, uh, fortunately for me, I just funded a weekend for my wife and by funded, I mean, I took care of the kid yeah. to get her out. <laughs> so, yeah. now, so now we can kind of, I was in a, I was in a good negotiating position. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, I think that's going to be awesome, dude. I'm I'm really excited for yeah. that. I think that'll be me a lot too. of fun. Um, so this this is a tough one for me because I'm kind of in the same boat with you. So we've got theoretically our time should be up in around June for our speeds to rep. Oh yeah, of course. So that is probably the top one yeah. for me. Um, obviously, 100%. it's my, it's going to be my wife's car um her like fun car and so it's but you know i'm gonna get to drive it that it's you know it should be i've i've driven i've driven one from this company an older replica of theirs and it's Mm -hmm. super fun we gotta get that in the 2002 out together like they're yeah yeah those are just like two peas in a pot yeah (laughs) quirky cars they're they're just fun they're not particularly (laughs) fast but that's not the point Um, yeah exactly yeah but i plus this is a convertible yeah like what a what a cool way to celebrate the summer and i'm i've already been like putting together a spotify playlist for like music for the car and it's all it's all like creed's clearwater revival yeah that era um so, so when you say that date, do you mean that's when it will go into production? So the supposedly it's they said when we put our down payment down, they said it would be basically 18 months until we got it. Gotcha. So oh, okay. I'm expecting that they'll start building it sometime in the spring. Gotcha. And then June will be 18 months since we put down the reservation. So we're hoping to have it for the summer, basically. Cool. Um, yeah. So that's that's the idea, and, and part of this whole process is we're planning on um, once they start building it, we're planning on flying out to to LA to go to the shop and and Sweet. look at it. So, oh yeah, why not? Absolutely. Yeah. So I what a treat! Yeah, you 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 know, it's like one of those things you're gonna do once in life. You know, go yeah, and no, check exactly. it out, enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. So the the other thing that 
that's that's kind of me and my wife enjoying that. The thing that is just mine to do <laughs> that I'm very excited about. Um, so I'm cheating a little on this question, but um, I so I mentioned my buddy Dave did the Porsche Driving Academy in um, down in Alabama, mm-hmm. and I am going to do that this year in March. Um, very nice. So I remember you were mentioning that. So the possibilities. Yeah. So you, yeah. Okay. Great. So yep. So I'm going to go. And it's a multi-day course, and you basically get to drive kind of every, basically every variant, but you also get to drive, like, Caymans and I think Titans as well. So um, you kind of get to sample everything. I don't think they'll have, they, I think you get to drive the, the 992 GT3, but I doubt you, you would drive the GT3 RS. But um, anyways, I the driving school, I think, is going to be super fun. Like Dave had nothing but excellent. Yeah, things. hell yeah! I've watched some of his in-car footage from his his time down there, and the, it looks really fun. The track looks fun, and so that that's really high on the list for me as well of of things I'm excited about. But I mean, I've got a pretty good automotive 2023 lined up. We've got yeah, we've got that in March for me. Hopefully, the Speedster comes in, you know, on time yeah. and in june and then in august you and i are going to go watch us you know a sports car race at, at our yeah. best tracks in the country so yeah so i mean hopefully we've got a good some good content for everyone yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be nice it's nice to find up so yeah um, we're lining it up but that's it for for this year uh yeah. pretty pretty phenomenal year and um really like and we just alluded to a very exciting year to come. So yeah. um, do you have anything else Did you want to add? No, I don't think so. All right. Well, thank you all so much uh, for another year of listening. Uh, as I mentioned, we're coming up on two, our two-year anniversary of the podcast. We'll come up with something fun for that. But um, it's it's been an excellent year, um, a lot of fun. And uh, be sure to check us out on Instagram at the Blofeld Podcast. Um, be sure to subscribe to us. Um, rate us on iTunes, wherever you get your podcasts. It's super helpful to hopefully keep the show growing in 2023. Uh, And until then, I guess we'll see you in the new year.